0: You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Aaron Harks with the Mistress of None. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am um, recording this um and doing my video and i just recently decided to start adding video so i could show the whole interview on my youtube channel and i was wondering how long it would take for me to just completely give up and start doing it with like no makeup and in my sweats and the answer to that is 2 weeks that's the, the second one i've given up i don't care i'm sorry um not i'm not sorry i'm so tired right now i uh just i'm going to keep this short and sweet and get right to the interview as you know today is the day i am releasing the album and the youtube special and having my big party at uph and if you're listening to this right now and You waited too long to get tickets. The door price is more expensive, but if you use the code Uncle Ernie, you can get half off your tickets, and I think you should come because it's going to be a really great show. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be something different than your typical comedy shows. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, with me and Jen McMullen and Jay McBride who were there on the night that I recorded, and so it seemed appropriate to have them there for the night that I released it. So that's that. Uh this week has been interesting, just getting ready, doing a lot of press. Uh I had never thought in a million years that I would be so tired of talking about myself, but here we are. Uh so again, that's probably why I'm going to keep it short. I'm also um I I worked at the Funny Bone this weekend. I opened for Rob Little, who is not only hilarious, but super nice. He was such a nice guy. And that's so important when you get to work with like Really cool comics that are also really nice guys. Um, We had a lot of fun in the green room and just warming up and everything. And uh, he put on such an amazing show. There were uh, two out of the three shows were sold out. His audiences were great. It was just a fun weekend. And Saturday night I was leaving and I just want to get home and maybe get like six or seven hours of sleep uh, before I have to get up. Because the following day I had to play the tree lighting in downtown Albany And then go to New York to host two shows at New York Comedy Club. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. When I say like seven hours of sleep, I know some people are like, oh, that's plenty. But like it takes me a long time to actually fall asleep. And I don't stay asleep. And I wake up multiple times. And so seven hours is really not a a nice seven. But that's besides the point. Um, I will catch up on my sleep after this all comes out. So um, I live uh, about a half hour south of Albany. And I left, and I wasn't fucking around on my phone. I wasn't distracted. I just left and just started driving, and I got on the Northway. If you don't live in the area, the Northway is the exact opposite direction of my home. (laughs) It took me about five exits before I realized that I was driving in completely opposite direction. So, yeah, I could use a little bit of a break. But, um, yeah, I wasn't nodding off or anything. I wasn't tired. I was just in a zone. I don't know. So I turned around. I got home much later than I had wanted to. Got some sleep. Uh, got up the next day. We went and we played in the plaza. Everything got moved inside. So it wasn't as big an event as we had hoped, but it was still a lot of fun. I got to see Santa. Um I asked him for something, but I can't share that with you because then my wish won't come true. Is that how that works? Anyway, no, it was fun. The band played. The band did a great job, and my guys are awesome because they picked up my shit for me after so that I could get right to the train station. I took the train down to New York Comedy Club. I did. It's my first time hosting. I did two shows down there, and um, it was so much fun. It was such a great night. I got to meet some really great comics um like it's just awesome to like just get up and introduce people that have like been on the tonight show and been on hbo and netflix and stuff like that it's like you know and they're just they're just chill everybody was really cool and really fun to work with and i'm excited for the opportunity and i can't wait to work more down there uh it's really it's funny because it seems like I put a lot on my plate sometimes, but what people don't get is that I'll get to a limit where I go, okay, that's it. That's all I can do. I'm not doing another thing this month. That's it. I'm done. And then an opportunity comes up that you can't say no to. <laughs> you know, like I, any other show, I wouldn't have taken a trip to New York City to do two shows. It was like it uh, was a 12-hour day, not counting the tree lighting before that. So it was like I got home around 3 a.m. after leaving my house at 11 a.m. And uh, totally worth it. But, you know, the timing is tough because it was getting close to the special coming out, uh, which, again, I've been doing a lot of press for. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the people that have um, had me on and interviewed me and has been sharing and and that are coming to the special and that are going to help. Once it comes out, just share it. Let's get a lot of people to watch it um you know if i get enough fans i can stop begging you nice people i'll be much more tolerable but as i promised though this week this is uh the last i'm gonna go on and on and on about it so it seemed fitting that this episode i interviewed uh, Eric Flora. Eric, I've known for a very long time. I met him as a musician. I noticed that he was doing some videography work and I reached out to him and we uh, we kind of connected and um, are developing a whole new friendship. I, I adore him. I love him. I think he's fantastic. It was so great to work with him on this. Um, there were a lot of times where I felt like I was really annoying about things and he was just so gentle and patient with me, which was awesome because I wanted it to be perfect. And I had to remember that, you know, like I have to be patient with other people and everything, every whim that I had and every idea that I had, he was like, let's do it. He wanted the same thing. He wanted to make my vision become a reality. And it was our first time doing a comedy special and we both learned a lot. And, um, I would say, Ask me tomorrow if it was fun. Right now, I'll say it was a lot of hard work, but it was. It could have been a lot worse if I had worked with somebody that I didn't care about as much as I cared about him or worked with somebody that didn't care about me as much as I think Eric cares about me. So I'm glad that we got to sit down and talk about it right after we finished it, while it was uploading, while it was finishing, and and it's done. It's done now, and it's coming out at 8 o'clock tonight. And I hope you all watch it, and I hope you all love it and, and see... There, it was two shows put together and the fact that you can't tell one show from the other just shows you like you know how intricate and hard work uh we put into this and um it was real fun talking to him and I promised him that after this he doesn't have to talk to me for like a month so uh listen up it's uh Eric Flora this is Mistress of None I'm Marin Harks, and we'll be right back
0: You're listening to the Mistress
1: of None podcast with Aaron Harks. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Mistress of None podcast. I am Aaron Harks and my guest today is a great friend of mine, Mr. Eric Flora. Eric, how are you today?
0: I am happy because your special is currently exporting the final
1: cut that no more edits no more edits i just want to (laughs) i just want to congratulate you on being already the best guest to have your answer to how are you have something to do with me normally it takes a little cajoling on my part to get the subject to talk about me but you you just went right for it
0: well get ready because this is pretty much going to just be about you (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> ready. I've been, i I've been ready for this my whole life. I was born for this. Great. <laughs> so yes. Okay. Well, all right. Our first topic is because, uh, when this interview airs, um, it will be the day of the release. Do you hear my voice quivering <sighs> as I say these words?
0: <laughs> oh man. I mean, it's so special. A- anytime Works come together like this, and all the time and effort and the restlessness of it, it it makes it all worth it, and Wednesday cannot come soon enough. I'm so excited for you. This is going to be such an awesome night, Um, and if you don't go, you're really missing out.
1: That is so true. I didn't even make him say that. Um, Let's get a little history out of the way, though, so it doesn't seem like, you know, all I want to talk about is me. I mean, that's the truth, but let's pretend it's not for a bit. Um, Eric, I met Eric probably 12 or 13 years ago um, as a musician. Eric is a phenomenal guitar player, a great singer. He was part of a band called The City Never Sleeps. Yeah, I had crushes on at least sixty percent of that band, <laughs> yourself included. <laughs> and then uh, the band changed their name to Stellar Young. Yep. And um, honestly, like I, I still listen all the time. Total girl crush. Love the music so much. Like Thank Poppy. You. Thank you. Love it. Um. And then we, we reconnected, uh, like a couple of years ago. It's not that we ever like lost touch. It's just, you know, we decided to, to start talking again and I approached you with the idea of this project. And Eric now does more, uh, of the video, the behind the scenes stuff, but do you still do music? Do you still create music at all? I still play.
0: Um, now that I'm in the new, new spot here, um, and my son is starting to get a little bit more independent. Um, there's been more time in my life for music. Um, But I feel like I always have a creative itch and it just has been, you know, satiated more with video than it has uh, in the past because now that I'm doing that for more steady work, um, I I just kind of always want to like put other people's ideas into work and into like complete their vision. I mean, my spot in the band, I was never like the original writer of the songs. I I always saw myself as, you know, an additive person or somebody that can help construct something once an idea is born, but Mm -hmm. I I was never really an originator. Um, So I always kind of, the the way I kind of approach videos too is just, I like to see the person's work, their idea. And I, I want it to go to the finish line. I want to take it as far as it can go. I want it. I want them to be as happy with the the outcome. And that's, that's just kind of like how it's, I don't really know what to call it.
1: I mean, I was going to say like, you know, like sideman or something like that, but I, I feel like there's like a negative connotation to that because you were never, I mean, especially the way you bounced around on stage, you were <laughs> never a sideman, but you I mean, obviously, like John, John Glenn was, is, was the lead singer of the band. Is, is, yeah. is. We're still,
0: we're still, uh, still yeah, we're yeah. still around.
1: Um, <laughs> we're also getting attacked right now by Rosie. Rosie is an attack cat. Um, just if you hear, oh, gee, 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 um, she loves technology. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so John, but it was a great, it, it was a great dichotomy of like how you could add to the show without taking attention away from the lead. But you you added so much to the performance visually, orally, I thought. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean like it's it's interesting because you know you don't really hear people sometimes saying, like, you know, I like somebody else making the vision and me just like supporting it. But that's what you've done. And that's what you've done with this project. That's what you're doing. It's nice to hear that you are fulfilled spiritually doing this kind of thing now that it's not you know just a job because that would make me very sad. Yeah, you know, of course, to go from like music to something like this. But that's that's great. You're very good at it. So thank you. Glad you are enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the whole being on stage and performing is definitely me at my happiest, and that's why it was always fun to come out to a show because I I, I fed off the crowd's energy and they fed off mine, and it it was. Yeah, it was a blast and I definitely missed playing as much as we used to. Um, but we're still, you know, creating music. John just came out with his um, first solo EP, Like the Astronaut. Um, it's called Moments Before. Um, I helped him with some of the imagery and marketing for it. Um, I mean, we're still best friends. We've been together, you know, since middle school. So uh, that's never going away. Um, and it, I think I saw
1: one of those pictures. You were quite the toehead, weren't you? Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> just like my son. Is. Just yeah. like Connor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's OK. okay sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think it's great. I, what, you used to joke that you put flubber yep. on the bottom of your shoe because you were just like Tigger the whole time, just like bouncing. I, it was. I am
0: paying for that now. <laughs> Um, I actually went to urgent care recently cause my foot hurt so bad that I thought that there was a fracture or something and they're like, nope, that's just uh, how your feet are. Uh, and I was wearing some Asics running shoes and the doctor, the doctor's like, just wear those. So I've been having to wear, uh, my old man shoes around more often. Um, but yeah, definitely paying the price.
1: Yeah. Well, don't you feel like, like medical professionals have just kind of given up? Yeah. Like, I'll be like, this hurts. And they're like, that's just your life now. There's... Yep. Here's the tale. If you're watching this, you're going to see. <laughs> Rosie just needs the spotlight. She does. No, but I love that though. Like, yeah, because I go, I definitely like, you know, I'm, I'm 46 now and mm-hmm. I don't act like I'm 46 when I'm playing with my band. And I don't know if it's because they're all 10 years old or what, but like, I'd be like jumping off of the stage. And then afterwards, I'm like, nobody look at me. Like I have to, I have to like limp to my car. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to move for a couple of days, like totally worth it. But it's like. And then you like go to the doctor. You're like, my knee is terrible. And they're like, yeah, that's your knee now. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's it. Nothing. All right. Well.
0: well, at least you're still consistently playing every week. We we did a one-off after, you know, not playing for a couple of years. And just the whole grind of the loading and unloading and performing, jumping around like we were in our early 20s again. And the next week was brutal (laughs) show shape is a thing for sure oh yeah yeah lifting all that gear and equipment and setup that is definitely a workout
1: yeah well the older i get the more i just pay people to do that kind of shit though (laughs) i'm just like you know what i'd rather make less tonight and get done playing and be like bye like i pay my sound guy a little like it's lazy but you know what i I work hard and i go i'm gonna give you a little extra (laughs) yeah i just saw that too hold on one second I'm going to give you a little extra for you to just do this for me. Yeah. So, get up where we left off. All right. So yeah. So stage shape. That is something. Yes. I definitely feel like when uh now that I'm playing less of the acoustic gigs, mm-hmm. um, which I used to play like four or five nights a week when I play, like my hand is killing me like three songs in. And luckily like it just gets numb after a little bit, but I feel like, I mean, I used to I used to be able to I could put my hand on a on a burner on a stove and it wouldn't hurt. And now I'm like, I'm weak, I'm out of shape. And oh, that's no. fine. I'd rather be out of shape than playing those shows that I don't like. Um so with the video editing. Yes. I have this special that's coming out tonight, and I approached you a while back about doing it. Um how many regrets do you have?
0: none none i knew exactly what i was signing up for it's not like this is our first time meeting um it was it i don't was even great know what you on. what
1: you mean by that that's i could take that a bunch of different ways <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were going to be a tremendous pain in my ass no
0: it's it, like i said you know i like to help people get to their vision and i knew that you are motivated and you had a vision and i wanted to do my best to get that to where it could go i mean i'm a big fan of comedy i watch a lot of comedy on you know youtube on netflix um i listen to a lot of comedy podcasts um i find a lot of similarities between comedy and music i'm i've always kind of like i'm drawn to patterns and like the mathematics of it mm-hmm. you know John was always more of the, the writer and the, the imagining kind of thing. And I was more of the construction part of things. So with a comedy special, you know, it's I, I really like the timing of things. I like the, the angles of things. I like certain cuts. I hate certain cuts. Um, and I, I like to I, I just wanted to be able to create that for you, you know. Yeah. So
1: and I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I, um, I didn't know what I was getting into, you know, and I think we both learned a lot.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Like we already know the next time, if, if he's still talking to me, <laughs> the next time, like we know exactly what we're going to do differently with like camera placements. Yeah. Um, I already know just so you know that it's going to cost much more next time. <laughs> okay. I'm prepared for that. <laughs> I'm prepared. Um, but no, I'm excited because it was kind of fun. Like, I mean, I've never done this before. You had never done this before. Um, and for it to, I'm overall, I mean, just the the truth of it, any, and any artist would feel this way when you go through your own project this many times, and I've gone through it, not as many as you, but I hate me right now. You know, it's like I, and I still am watching this and we were still just going through the edit today. And I was like, this is really good actually. Yeah. And, um, for two people who have never done it before, I think, I don't think anybody's going to believe that we just like threw that together, like having never done it before. It does not look, there's nothing amateur about this production.
0: Yeah. Thanks. I mean, takes two, uh, but oh yeah, I'm giving myself most of the <laughs> credit. I don't know if you missed that part, but no, yeah. I mean, I mean, with projects like these too, it, it's you're kind of looking at it like this for a while, and it's hard to get some perspective. So it's good to like kind of put it down, revisit it another time, uh, watch it with somebody that hasn't seen it before, um, watch it on different screens, see how it's gonna be, you know, um, enjoyed and. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a whole new process. Um, we learned a lot, and I'm excited uh, for to see to see what people think of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's that's going to be. I mean, I people have been very kind to me. I, I should say. Um, I don't. I try not to read the comments, but I am going to be very curious to hear what people think about this. And honestly, if nothing else, I hope that it leads more people to wanting to do stuff like this with you because I feel like you have a knack for this. I would love to see you be able to to express your creativity through video editing and, and yeah. producing and stuff like that. I think that would be... I mean, I can't imagine somebody watching this and not wanting to... I know some people are going to want to do stuff. because um, I And again, I've, I've said this a few times now, and if I'm wrong, I, I hope someone will correct me. I'm pretty sure I am the first comedian in the capital region to do a special and i'm not saying that to brag i'm just saying that's just yeah a fact factual statement if i'm wrong let me know but like i i feel like sometimes when i do things like this other people are like i'm gonna try and do that too and i encourage you to i feel like you should you need that the unfortunate thing about comedy these days is that Honestly, you don't even really need to be a great comic to be successful. If you want to get out of your comfort zone and get out of the area and tour different places, they're not going to watch your clip for jokes. They're going to scroll down and see how many people watched it. Like, that's the first thing that they look at. And that's just the truth of it. I mean, sure, if you're, you know, like suck a turd, they're not going to book you. But if they think they can sell out the room in 45 seconds, they might. Um, But... You have to just be willing to put stuff out there, constantly putting content out to get people to watch, to stay relevant, to keep people interested. And this was the next step for me. And I want to make more. I want to keep until I can't fucking look at my goddamn face anymore, which I'm almost there right now. In like a year from now, I think I'll be ready to record another one. And you know, I'm not gonna eat between now and then. So I'll be ready.
0: You know, I I with the video stuff, um, I I've been shooting with friends for a while, and um, I I've been meaning to like put together something to call like if people wanted to reach out for video stuff. So I just made an Instagram uh, called E Flora Projects. I haven't posted any content on it yet because I am. Too much of a perfectionist and worried that i'm gonna you know like come out the gate wrong and stuff like that and also just the time you know how time consuming it is putting content together Yeah. so um it's gonna come out i promise uh right now i've just been sharing stories and um doing well, little, little highlights there but put I, I'm something gonna... up
1: so that the tens of people that are listening yeah. to this will look after <laughs> they hear this
0: yeah So yeah, well, uh, I'll definitely get that ball rolling. And I saw this also as a great opportunity to come out with that. Um, You know, um, I think this is something that I definitely want to continue doing. I I really enjoyed putting together uh, the special and um, I want to work on more projects for
1: sure. That's awesome. I would love to see more local comics getting more like professional looking clips. Up there of new jokes, like maybe it would inspire people to write more jokes. There's only a couple of comics that really like do stuff like that. Like, you you have to do it. It's just it's part of the job now. Yeah. And like my husband will like make fun of me because he'll be like, "Oh, you're making a reel," and I'm like, "I have to do this." Mm-hmm. Like, I so, I want to say like I don't like uh, I hate that this is my job now. But like deep down, like I you know I like it, but it's it's very time consuming. And sometimes I'll make something that I only kind of like, but I'm still proud of it. Yeah. And I'm like, that took me two hours.
0: Yeah. I mean, so you post a lot of content. How, how are you, like, do you get to a level of acceptance? Like, that yeah, this is good enough. Or like, do you like, I, it's, I I overthink too much every time. Like, I want every cut to be perfect. I want everything to be like, put together but I feel like sometimes it comes off as disingenuous because it is a little too polished mm-hmm. and I like looking at your content because it like it's yeah this is what's happening this is what's current and this this is what's funny in the
1: moment you I know? mean first of all how dare you ask me a question this is my podcast <laughs> oh, but I, I guess I'll answer it I'm just kidding <laughs> you're like how do you I'm like oh okay hmm, let's think no I um I definitely have some times where like I'm into something and I'm like this is not good enough. Like I have tons of footage that uh, I had the best intentions at the time. And I just never get around to doing anything with it because I'm like, eh, Mm -hmm. it's not what I had hoped it would be. It's not what I wanted it to be. And you know, some people like when you're like meeting with them and you're like, Oh, like, can you just do that one more time? Like, I just, and there's some people like, okay, like they're into it. And then there's other people like, no, like what you got. The was, moment has passed. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, but oh, it would look really cool if you could just do this. Like, I know like we're, we're manipulating it now, but it's, it's going to look cool. So there's some people that are into it and some that aren't. I think what helps me is that because most of mine comes from a comedic base is that sometimes if it looks like terrible it, it almost looks like it's supposed to look terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to make it look like, like just really like a cob job. Like I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe it. And I'll do things where I like zoom in on my face and I know that it looks like yeah. so stupid, but that's kind of what makes it funny. So I have that comfort. I have that, you know, handicap to fall back on yeah. a little bit. Um, but there are some times where I agonize over like, less than a second of one of the clips to get like the audio just i've I've really spent a lot of time on the audio of it like i'll extract the audio Mm -hmm. and then like i i had an interview with jason keller yesterday and i put my water bottle down and it was right by the camera and it made this big thud and i spent about a half an hour slowly like wiping it down taking it out, finding little pads of audio mm-hmm. from other parts to put over it. And I, I'm like, you are a fucking genius while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, you're the only one that would have noticed that thump. Yeah, There's so many other things you're supposed to be doing. So it's bad for somebody with ADD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Well, it's like the, what is it? The 80, 20, 20, 80 principle. Have you heard that? That it's like 80% of the work, 20% of the people will notice and 20% of the work it's like I, I don't know I'm saying this wrong. Well, look it up this. and send it to me later cuz I'm definitely
1: interested. Yeah, it's something I feel like about, I like, know yeah, what you're what yeah. you're getting at. If
0: there's the, the the little details that really go into an edit um are things that only a handful of people will notice and especially the person that's editing will notice but for the majority of it it's it's not as, you know, big of a deal to yeah. people. Yeah. So that water bottle hitting, right? May have been Driving you nuts, but somebody probably doesn't even know that you put the water bottle
1: down. And you are absolutely right. Yeah. And did I need to spend a half hour to 45 minutes to find (laughs) other audio to smooth that out?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) You're goddamn right I did. But I mean, I, and that's kind of what we went through with this special. Like there were parts where like, you know, I, I, everybody that was there knows I had notes on stage with me. Like I went for a fucking hour. I, my brain is. Fry, do you know how many drugs I've done in my life? Like I need to write some shit down. And I didn't really need the the notes, but I did look occasionally and they ended up being a bit of a, a crutch. So when we were watching the video, I was like, can we take it out where that doesn't look? And then I was like, I only know, I only know that I'm looking at the notes because I know that the notes are there. Yeah. I could have also been, there are a lot of times where I just look down. That's part of like my, like I scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Often. And then I just look down.
0: There's a lot of good faces and there's a lot of good rants. Uh, I Just go watch it.
1: (laughs) We're going to have to make two separate reels. Yeah. One will be the faces. I think I'll make Kiki do that because she seemed to really enjoy the different faces. I don't want
0: any talking in it. I just want all just the faces. Yep.
1: And then another one for me to show my therapist, I think, will be a collection called... Sometimes I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part about that is how sometimes it is really like zero to 60. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, comedy for me is is therapy. I, it, You know what a mess I would be if I didn't get to tell jokes to strangers yeah. often. Like I would just completely lose my mind. So it's really fun to be able to just, and everything that I'm saying it's about 98% true. There's definitely some things that are embellished, but like that whole like thing with the ball twins. Yeah. Like that 100% happened. It was a day later that I screamed it. Yeah. But it happened because my, my twins in my band, they kept bringing it up and laughing at it. And we were at a wedding the next day. And you know, the vendors will all sit at a table together. So it was the band and then a photographer and somebody else and like, you know, people that didn't know the band. And all of a sudden I just go, do I look old enough to have bald twins like that? (laughs) And these people that don't know me looked at me like, oh, my God, because I'm screaming (laughs) at the bald twins when I say it. And the rest of the band laughs and the twins look at me like, you know, like I'm abusing them again uh, that's just so I was like yeah that's got to go in the set for yeah sure
0: yeah
1: uh some of your like if you could edit a video I feel like I already know the answer to this to any comedian who would it be
0: edit a video for any comedian Oof. besides my next one oh yeah that was going to be my answer well, yeah. so <laughs> I just want to save you um, some time
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know that's tough uh I mean obviously Mark Norman just came to town uh at Dune Farms and I got to meet him and he's a big uh, I'm a big fan of Mark Norman, so that would be, you know, uh, definitely an honor. Um, gosh, it's there's so many good specials coming out right now, too. Uh, this included. Um, just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't ever talk good about myself. It hurts me to just say that something's going to be good. Uh, I'm like? really excited about i'm excited about it now I.
1: well if okay if you were like what would like your dream project be dream
0: dream project i don't know i honestly don't know i'm kind of open to to a lot uh there there isn't somebody specifically that i would be looking to work with um i i just really enjoy the process of comedy um just as much as i enjoy the process of music um like when I came over your place the day before we shot the special and getting to see, you know, you kind of work out some of the the, the tags and um, the bits uh, with your comedy friends. It, it was so fun to be a fly on the wall for that because I, I think that process is so interesting and fun, you know.
1: That was a fun night. Yeah. I, I was very lucky to have them come over and just sit with me like that. Um, one of my favorite parts of the night, though. I have to bring it up. I have a joke that I wrote about a motor oil. <laughs> and thank God, <laughs> Eric was there to correct me. Yeah. Because I kept saying SW30. Yep. And it's 5W30. Correct.
0: It was a close one. It was
1: a real close one. It was a, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. It looked like you look from far away. I just, I'm lucky I'm buying the right kind before I bring it home, you know? Yep. So he saved the whole special with that. (laughs) But there were some other fun parts too. We're like, cause you know, us comedians, like we, we just start like, you know, but comedians that tell jokes with their other comedian friends, I mean, I'm sorry, there's definitely shit that would get you canceled for sure. You usually say it or like I'm kidding, God, sorry, you know, like we know it's not funny. We would never do it in mixed company, whatever. But there were like a few times where we'd like say something and we'd like look up at you and be like, like don't you dare,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> delete that and like tackle into to the ground to steal the video and the the video. We're gonna take the video out of your camera. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Give me that cassette tape. What is this? 2004? (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: it's funny. Everybody just kept thinking I was this like innocent kid in the room. Like while we were to that, like, oh no, is he going to think? Well, relatively,
1: you were the innocent kid in the room. Yeah, I
0: guess. But like, I mean, I listen to a lot, you know, I I listen to a lot of stand up, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I'm no stranger to uh, the comedians riffing with each other for sure. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it was just it was a I mean, it was an interesting experience for for me to have them there to just like go through it. And, you know, because especially when you're doing the writing process and I'm going through it again to make sure that I have, you know, the whole new set for tonight. And um like how the, the the life of a joke and, you know, the beginning of it. You're like, you say something, you're like, that is a genius, yeah. you know? And then you like flesh it out a little bit and you're like, I'm the funniest motherfucker in the world, you know? And then like you start to work on it or you tell like the right person or the wrong person and you get different reactions and all of a sudden like, it's almost like a like a fungus and like sometimes it's just gonna grow and sometimes it's, you know going to grow in the worst way possible you know but it's like it's just it's so maybe that's a bad analogy i'm i'm sleep deprived and brain dead but like <laughs> you put it out there and you're like okay that's not as good as i thought it was yeah and it's like wait was it or is this audience terrible yeah or was my friend not listening when i told them yeah like i'll have a joke that i'll tell like 800 times and then like i'll be on the phone with somebody and i drop it and they don't laugh and i'm like uh, I'm just going to kill myself now. Thanks. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait, no, I lost you for a second. You're like, of course you did. Cause there's no way you wouldn't have laughed at what I said. I'm amazing. So
0: it- what is that process like then? Like when, when you have, a, when you're working out a joke, do you, do you have a, a part where you're like, all right, it's time to just let that go. Or do you continue to work on it to, to see it th- like through to being functional?
1: I, I give a joke at least like two or three times okay. on stage. Like there, there's a few that I knew were funny for the special that I tried. And I was like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll give it one more chance. And I would try it and it would get a laugh. I have a new joke in, in the bit that I'm going to do on Wednesday where I knew it was funny. And I tried it a few times and it didn't work. And then I went somewhere and I was like, I'm going to try it one more time. And if not, I just have to toss it. Like okay. I have to set my ego so aside. So like
0: three strikes, you're out.
1: Yeah. And I did it. And it got like this like furnace blast of laugh. And I was like,
0: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You have <laughs>
1: resuscitated this joke that I know is amazing. Yeah. But it's it's tough. And like you just learn how to phrase it. You just – I think what's most important is you have to be willing. I, there are a few things – that feel as bad as a joke not landing it is the worst like I'm getting like like sick just thinking about how bad that feels Mm -hmm. and so I could see why a lot of comics don't want to take that chance yeah but that's the only way you're gonna find out if the joke works Mm -hmm. because I have some friends that I tell and they're like gonna laugh no matter what yeah and then I have my husband who never laughs (laughs) because he's dead inside (laughs) And so, like, you don't know. And it could be the audience. Like, I, the audience at UPH every month has been amazing. Yeah. Like, there are nights where, like, I'm, you know, not saying that I'm phoning it in, but there are nights where I'm like, I, I didn't even have to try tonight. Yeah. I could have said poo poo caca for 45 minutes You're and they were like, comedy. great. And then I have other nights where I'm like, just, yeah, working my ass off. And I'm like, oh my God, please, yeah. <laughs> just love me. Yeah. It's so, it's hard. And so, like, it, there's so many things to factor into whether or not a joke is funny.
0: So I saw you were using your phone for notes. Do you do you, do, you, do you keep all your notes in your phone? I do. Okay.
1: Because I have serial killer handwriting.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, because I'll never remember to bring my notes with me. Yeah. Um, and what I do is I just like copy and paste it into a document and try to put it into some sort of order. Okay.
0: So you do it like on a computer yeah. after you go from the phone? That's cool
1: that just works best for me
0: yeah
1: um again, my handwriting and I start to write and I'm just like no like I can sit and type for hours and just let it all pour out mm-hmm. but like handwriting no I don't I just it doesn't work for me
0: yeah
1: I'm probably like I see like these fucking beatnik wannabe like Jack Kerouac looking <laughs> posers with their <laughs> their fancy cigarettes and their notebooks looking at me with my phone. I'm like, whatever
0: I have a special, you know, so it's a moleskin notebook. actually. Yeah!
1: <laughs> a leather pound signed by, you know, Jackie Mason or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just, I, and people buy me these things all the time. Oh yeah. As it's a go-to Christmas gifts. gift
0: or something, right? Christmas, birthday, whatever.
1: Yeah. So I just did that downsizing project that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like, oh, who can I get this to?
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of notepads. Lot yeah. lots of notepads. Yeah.
1: I tore out whatever I wrote in and then the rest of the book, it doesn't even look like I tore anything out because it's literally like two or three pages. I'll try. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not. This doesn't fucking work. Yep. I can't read this shit.
0: So do you ever have a time that you sit down to write at your computer or do you just go like you have a bit idea like in the moment you scribble it down in your phone notes and then go to computer
1: um I don't it's very rare that I will schedule time to sit and work on it like I'll have to like you ever have a moment yeah (laughs) like when I have an hour off yeah that the last thing I want to do is like read how terrible these jokes are Mm -hmm. Uh, but I definitely, like, you know, I'll have to find some time between now and Wednesday to sit and work on my set for that. Yeah. And it it feels honestly like, it's like anything else. Like, it feels like torture when I think about it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I'll do, like a workout or something where, like, afterwards I'm like, that wasn't so bad and I'm glad that I did it. But usually, like, yeah, I just keep little, like, chunks in my phone and then try to work them out, like, later on. Yeah. And, um. But as far as like choosing time to sit no like if i did that i feel like it would just be so forced it would sound so terrible i'm I'm, luckily like i have people in my life that understand that sometimes i just need to stop and write something for a few minutes Mm -hmm. because it's it's there and i need to get it out yeah like nope i have to word this perfectly like my husband's very patient i'll be like hold on hold on to find the perfect word for this i know it's like right there and like an hour later and i'll be like that's stupid, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, 30. That was a callback. Eric Flora with the callback. You hey. son of a bitch. I yeah. love it.
0: Learn from the best. What's that? Learn from the best. <laughs> or
1: the worst. <laughs> that joke sucks. <laughs> Watch it.
0: <laughs> Please watch it.
1: That's the funniest part is like going through all of the editing process and stuff yeah. and like trying to still be kind to myself mm. and trying to still sell this yeah. to people after like, I mean, I'm never going to watch it again, but you should.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, I 100 I percent know what you mean. It's, uh, anytime we were working on music and I would hear my harmony soloed, I just, I had to leave the room. I can't, I can't be around it. It's it. So on top of that, to have video paired with it, you know, that's, that's a whole other beast to, to deal with. So, Mm -hmm. you know, thank you for putting up with me for asking for notes so much. I know it's not easy to sit down and watch yourself uh do these things and it putting up with you yeah
1: are you kidding me you should have stabbed me at least two months ago why because I went from being like I'm not watching it again whatever you do is fine to being like actually (laughs) (laughs) here's 27 pages of notes um
0: well like I said you have to leave it alone sometimes and then come back to it so when you when you tell me like everything's fine I know that there's gonna be yeah part you know because we put the date out so far after the recording that there's enough time because people think like when you record something that like it just goes out you know immediately like it it has to have a breathing process you have to have time away from it or else you're gonna just think it everything is perfect with it oh my god yeah you know what i mean well
1: remember when we first got done i was like show two was so much better yeah and how much of show one did we end up using? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah. I'm glad that we didn't do it. I remember when we got done, you were like, when do you want I go? We're not, let's not even fucking talk. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For
1: like a month. Yep. Like we had time where we could just sit. But not only that, I mean, what people don't see either is that we've recorded two shows. Um, they were as identical as I could possibly make mm-hmm. them to be. Um, and there are some jokes, like some of the longer bits that go back and forth from show one to show two so many times. And that was where like your work was really cut out for you was like, I would be like, Oh, I go this one. Transition is a little bit weird. And you're like, that's because (laughs) we went from show one to show two to show one to show two. And I'm like, yeah, so no. So we, no, but like you did, you, you made all the transitions so much smoother. And I mean, I defy anybody. I, I was there. And I can't tell what was show one and show two. Yeah. So that.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So what's next for Eric Flora?
0: What's next for me? Um, I don't know. Maybe, you know, doing some more music again. That would be definitely something that. I have been talking to John and Kyle and Tim about um our biggest problem right now is we don't have a bassist. And mm. you know, that's that's been a, a gaping hole. Um that's a weird word. Sorry. Um I, I and- was gonna let it go. <laughs> Sorry. Um You can't leave it
1: you can't leave me wide open like
0: I know, I know. Ah. We've been doing we've been editing comedy too much for me <laughs> to say a word like that. All right. Um yeah, so- gaping hole it you know it's it it's tough to to create uh anything new uh without a bassist right now so i guess you know we're gonna get together and at least start playing music again and see where it goes from there um now that uh, i'm settled in the new place and i've been playing guitar again which feels so good i didn't realize how much i missed it until i started playing again that's awesome um so yeah, definitely getting back into music and then yeah, just working on more video projects. I love doing, um, local events. I love obviously doing the comedy stuff has been a big thing. I like doing music videos. Um, I like doing human interest piece stuff. And, um, with John's new project that he came out with, I want to help him out because I think that's a really important EP for people to hear. It's a very, um, sensitive subject and it was very cathartic for him to get that out mm-hmm. um so i'm really proud of him for 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 getting that done and, and again yeah. that's
1: john glenn who's john like the astronaut yeah, like
0: the astronaut all one word all um, one word
1: if you're looking him up online
0: yep i had to learn how to spell astronaut uh <laughs>
1: isn't it funny it's like the simplest word
0: yeah it's still honestly like even just Stellar Young at the beginning, like I remember, um, when we were working with Jim Gilbert, um, he was uh, helping us with some branding stuff, and he ordered um, a windscreen sign for for our stage. And the first one that came, uh, they had a misprint on it, and it was Steeler Young.
1: <laughs> was it Jim's fault? No,
0: no, oh. it wasn't Jim's fault. It I was, like any opportunity to bust on Jim.
1: Yeah, yeah. It um, Jim, I when I was doing a uh, promotion for this, I for, I forgot how to talk. Really. <laughs> I was doing promotion for this one and I was yeah. bringing up uh, the old album, which was Zoloft and probation. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times I have put an extra B in probation. P-R-O-B-A-B.
0: Oh no. Yeah.
1: So many. And like, luckily it catches me up and I'm like, that's where, oh yeah. Okay. Like I get mad, like the computer's lying to me or something, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't, and I can't wait to stop fucking spelling this. So like, this is just like, this one's Uncle Ernie. Yeah, there we go. I'm still going to fuck that up, but whatever. If you can't figure it out, you're actively avoiding me. I'm so tired. You know what I'm going to do? What? The day I, I say this, but I'm probably not. You know, something's going to come up. But like, I think on December 7th, we need to like have some food and take some naps. I think yeah. there's some naps in my future for sure. You deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it I'll nap first I'll come over and watch the kid he Perfect. seems to like me
0: yeah yeah he's a good one
1: he, he is like <laughs> when he brought up that little book to me I was like here I was like alright yeah I'll read to you yeah as long as it's a short one because I, <laughs> I have shit There's to do one. how many big words <laughs> I was like, once upon a time, the end. All right, beat it. <laughs> She's like, okay, don't watch my kid. We'll figure out a way for you to take a nap. Um, well, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, and I know we will be talking again. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I wanted to also just please. thank, um, you know, the Funny Bone. They were so nice uh, to me when we were filming there uh kiki for um being the second shooter that was super helpful and i knew it was really important to have you know somebody you were close with be a part of this project too because so much vulnerability and nerves go into a performance like that that you know being surrounded by people that you trust and care about is a really important thing
1: well that was kind of why i wanted to do this with you because i knew that we already had a you know a pre-existing relationship Mm -hmm. a a good friendship that was budding yeah and i i knew that i because i mean yeah there is a lot of like the the backstage stuff and just being true and just writing stuff out and everything and knowing that i could like discuss things with you without i mean there have been a few times where i've been like oh like please and you're like okay and i'm like just waiting for well i always expect everybody to get mad at me so that was important for me too so i mean yeah you got that going on yeah but no, Kiki was was great. The funny bone was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole crew, Jay just... and
0: Jen and Quentin and um, gosh, uh, Ed and I I'm probably forgetting people. But yeah, it was it was it. This really took a, a a big team of people for this to come together, and I it just feels so exciting that this is going to be released. Yeah. yeah. Well, to today, today right yeah today today
1: sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) when you listen to this podcast when you listen it will be coming out at eight o'clock tonight great and um also if you're listening right now i'm gonna put this in the in the outro too but uh i the album itself on itunes i hear that the best way to get something to chart is to get everybody to download it all at once and so we're gonna Circle the wagons okay. and get everybody to do it at one o'clock. Nice. Now, this does not mean that if you are early or late that you should not download it. <laughs> download it whenever the fuck you can. Yeah. If it's around one, that would be superb. If it's not, it's okay. Get the album. We worked hard on it. We love it. We're excited. The special, the album, everything. And then naps, man.
0: Naps. Well, I'm not going to nap, but that's you okay. might get a nap. That's
1: all right. You nap when he naps.
0: I get stuff done when he
1: naps. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is why I don't have kids. I don't yeah. know what to do. i like, you don't just sleep when he sleeps. No, I would be living in filth. Yeah. I would have a dirty kid. <laughs> I, it would be a dirty kid for sure. Well, thank you again so much. And I, I can't wait to work with you again. I can't wait to, uh, See the. I mean, we're already going to have seen the finished product, but to see it when we know it's actually done and now it's going to be really exciting. Public, yeah. I know, right?
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh,
1: my pleasure! Thank you for being on it. Uh, This is Eric Flora, E R I K F L O R A, and what is your? Is it E Flora Productions? E Flora Projects. Projects E Flora Projects, which I will tag on
0: Instagram. On Instagram, that's that's all. The only place I exist right now.
1: That's fine. Well, how lovely to only have to keep up the one. My God, I hate.
0: And I can't even do that. You will. I will. I'll get there. I'll get there.
1: You're going to put together the reel of the sometimes I get mad yeah. or the faces or whatever. That'll yeah, be yeah, your yeah. first project. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get mad. Um, I will tag him so that you can follow him and then we can all just go on this journey together. Yes. and. Flora projects. It's going to be it. great.
0: Yes.
1: Thank you so much. Thank this you. has uh, been the Mistress of None. My name is Aaron Harks, and we will be right back.
0: You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks.
1: Okay, that was Eric Flora. If you are trying to find him online, it's E R I K Flora and E Flora Projects. Uh, it was great, 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 great working with him. I'm so excited for this. I, I just so excited. I can't wait for you all to hear it, and um, I'm so proud of it, and I'm so lucky for Howlin' War Records for they produced or they. Um, they're the label that i I can't think of the words they they put out my first album and they got it on uh, four serious stations, and I think that this album is even better, so my hope is that it gets on more than four, but I was talking to a comic at a New York comedy Club who is doing way better than I am, and he was like, "Are you on serious at all?" And I said, "Yeah I go, my album got me on my label got me on four, and he looked like surprised by that. So I was like, Oh, it's funny when like you share something with somebody that you think is pretty generic information and they're impressed like that. That's a nice, that's a nice boost. It's a nice little coup, I guess. So, okay, here's what we're going to do at one o'clock today. We're going to go, there's going to be a link so that you can download the album. I prefer iTunes because I'm trying to chart on iTunes, but if I can't, it's not the end of the world. It's all right. If we can, wonderful. If not, Spotify, whatever, however you want to listen to it, I'm I'm happy with that. If you already have a free streaming, advice, uh, streaming device, service, whatever, use that and it'll be free. So you don't even have to listen to it. Just get it on your phone. It'd be cool. Um, then at 8 o'clock tonight, the YouTube special comes out. Please watch it. Share it. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, Cause that's, that's how we have to do things these days. Like I wish that my job could just be to tell jokes and make music, but, um, part of the job now is to create content and get people to follow you. And it's just the nature of the beast. So I appreciate you guys. I'm thanking you in advance for helping me along with this. Like I said, the better I do, the less needy I will sound. That's a lie. That's a flat out lie. I'm always going to be a fucking need machine. That's actually my nickname for some of my closest friends is like the need machine. And I'm okay with that. At least I'm self-aware. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I can't wait for life to go a little bit back to normal. Um, Thank you to everybody who helped with the special like, listen, follow, share, keep tuning in. Uh, It's just going to keep getting better and we're going to have more and more fun. I'm going to have a lot more stories and, I can't wait to take you all on this adventure with me. Thank you for being on it with me this far. Thus far, my love to you all. Uh, share with your friends, share with your enemies, just because they're not your friends doesn't mean they're not good people. They could still buy shit, download shit. I'm tired. I love you all. Thank you so much. This has been Mistress of None. My name is Aaron Harks. We'll see you next week. Bye. <music>